Mrs. Croft and Barbara made their trip down to the Diamond A Ranch safely and are delighted with the country. But Jimmy and Speed were supposed to reach the ranch at the same time. It is early the following afternoon, and the boys have not yet put in an appearance. Mrs. Croft and Barbara are worried. An airplane is heard. It's Rip Bender just returning from a flight to Devil's Pass Airport. He hands them a telegram. It is from Speed Robertson saying he has been recalled to Kansas City and is taking Jimmy with him. Mrs. Croft and Barbara are terribly disappointed. Oh, Mother, what a shame, dear. I'm afraid we've caused Mr. Robertson a lot of trouble. Now, that's too bad, Mrs. Croft. Having to turn back after they got halfway, Robertson told me he figured on doing some hunting down here, too. Yes, it certainly is too bad. Well, he sure gave us some good advice. After you've had a peek at this land, I'm sure you'll take my offer. Yes, I suppose we might as well. Don't you think so, Barbara? I guess so, Mother. I want you to feel perfectly satisfied with the deal I'm offering you, Mrs. Croft. Here's what I suggest. Let me fly you and Miss Croft over the property this afternoon, and after you've taken a good look at it, I'm sure you will feel perfectly satisfied. Thanks very much, but I don't think I'd know any more after the trip than I do now. Just as you say, ma'am, but I'd be glad to do it. No, thanks. I'll tell you what I'll do, Mr. Bender. I'll think the matter over and give you my final answer early this evening. I'm almost convinced it's wise to accept your offer, but I'd like to think it over a little while longer. Very well, ma'am. Barbara, dear, I believe I'll go in and rest for a little while. All right. Shall I come in with you, Mother? Oh, no, dear, that's not necessary. Why don't you stay out here for a while and enjoy this beautiful scenery? You won't see much of it if we leave early tomorrow morning. All right, Mother. I'll be in soon. Mrs. Croft hit the nail on the head that time, Miss Croft. You sure won't see much of this country if you leave in the morning. Now here, why don't you do this? My ship's right out in front. Take a little spin with me. I'll show you some real mountain scenery. Well, thanks very much, Mr. Bender. But I believe I prefer looking at the mountains from this comfortable chair here. Now listen, Miss Croft. Barbara, you got me all wrong. Honestly, I think you're a swell gal and talk about good looking. Why, I say, we've a lot of pretty city gals that come down here from San Antonio, and you've got them all skinned a mile. You're very flattering, I'm sure, Mr. Bender. Well, I'm just one of those guys that says what he thinks. You see, I just can't seem to help it. I can't seem to make you catch the drift, though. Well, I've fallen for you in a big way, and believe me, that's a laugh. There's at least one gal in every county in Texas that would give a right eye to hear me say something like that. Why, you simply amaze me, Mr. Bender. I, I hardly know what to say. You don't need to say nothing. I'll do the talking. So I perceive. And after your mother takes my offer and goes back to Kansas City, that won't be the end of things either. Why, what do you mean, Mr. Bender? Why, just this. I gets up to Kansas City every once in a while, and now that I know that you live there, it'll be real often. Oh, but if Mother sells her land to you, Mr. Bender, I can't see that we'd have any other business to discuss. Oh, you don't, eh? Well, we'd have plenty to talk over. When a guy falls for a dame, doesn't he usually have a lot to tell her? Well, I guess so, Mr. Bender, if the girl falls for him. Eh, what's that? I think I'm beginning to get it. That's a highfalutin way of giving me the air, ain't it? You're very abstruse, Mr. Bender. What? Say, what are you pulling on me anyway? What does that mean? Why, that means I think you're very smart, Mr. Bender. At least you catch on quickly. Oh, so that's the lay of the land, is it? So you won't go flying with me and you don't think I'm good enough to call on you. Why, I say, pretty soon I'll have so much dough, I won't know what to do with all of it. 
Maybe you'd be pretty glad to know me then. Money isn't everything, Mr. Bender. No, I suppose you'd rather have some punk kid like Jimmy Allen who hasn't a dime to his name fall for you. Perhaps I would, Mr. Bender. Well, you might change your mind before long. Well, I'm off. I'll be back later to get your mother's answer. Hey, Pete, start my ship. Okay, Rick. What do you know about that? What, Barbara? I think I've made a conquest. Why, Barbara, what in the world do you mean? Who? Mr. Rip Bender, Mother. He just told me that he's fallen for me in a big way. A word to that effect. Why, the impudence of him. You shouldn't have listened to him, Barbara, dear. Well, I couldn't very well help it. He seemed to be quite determined that I should listen. Well, how did it all end? It ended by my giving him the air. Giving him the air? Oh, oh, I see. That was his expression, Mother. Dear me. I wish we didn't have to accept that man's hospitality. I don't like him, and it rather puts me under obligation to sell the land to him. Oh, I do wish Mr. Robertson and Jimmy could have come on down. Somehow, if they had, I feel that things would have turned out differently. You know, Mother, it's strange that Mr. Robertson didn't wire us before. Why, Barbara? Well, Jimmy told me yesterday morning they were taking off just after our ship left, and that they expected to be here by dark last night. They probably had some trouble on the way yesterday. Well, if that's the case, Mother, why didn't they mention it in this telegram? Yes, that does seem rather odd. Do you have that wire handy? Yes, it's right on top of that old chest. Oh, I see it. Let's look at it again. It was sent at 12.55 this noon. Where was it sent from? I didn't notice Potter, Oklahoma. I never heard of the place before. Neither have I, but it must be about halfway down here. If they didn't have trouble, it's strange that they didn't reach Potter until today. It does seem a little odd, but perhaps Mr. Robertson didn't want to worry us with any mishap they may have had. Oh, but tell me, is Rip Bender still outside? <laughs> no. He became very angry at the end of our conversation and ran out to his airplane and took off. I'm glad he did. I don't like to have him around. Have you decided to take his offer yet, Mother? I think so, Barbara, dear. We don't have any use for the land, and we do need the money. Don't you think it's the wise thing to do? I guess so. I didn't think so back in Kansas City, but now that Mr. Bender has not objected to our coming down and looking over the land, well, I've rather changed my mind. Yes, that was a consideration with me, too. I think we'd better close the deal and get back to Kansas City as soon as possible. Mm, yes, I'd like to do that, now that Mr. Robertson and Jimmy aren't coming down. Goodness gracious, this heat is almost unbearable. Let's lie down and rest a while. Is, isn't that the fashion down here in this country in the middle of the day? <laughs> yes, it is, Mother. Everyone takes what they call a siesta. Well, goodness gracious, then let's be fashionable. I'll close the deal with Mr. Bender when he returns. Come on, we'll step up to the house. Yeah. You don't think she'll get wise to this, do you? No, there ain't a chance. She's just on the point of closing the deal anyway, and this will push it over just as easy as falling off a log. Well, here we are. Come on in the living room, and I'll knock on Mrs. Croft's door. Okay, Rip. Why, uh... Uh, who is it? This is Rip Bender. 
Are you ready to talk business yet? Oh, I guess so, Mr. Bender. Uh, Barbara and I will be right out. Now pull the stuff just like I told you to. Hey, don't you worry, Rip. I'll put it over. Well, glad to see you, Mrs. Croft. I guess you've been taking a little siesta, eh? Yes, I guess it's the custom down here. <laughs> yeah, it gets pretty hot in the daytime, especially in the summer. Nobody stirs out unless they can help it. But here, I want you to meet a friend of mine. This is Les Hawkins, Mrs. Croft. What ought to do? He's that neighbor I was telling you about that owns a piece of land south of us. He lives in San Antonio now, but I happened to run across him in San Rafael this afternoon. He was on his way out here to see me anyway. I'm very glad to meet you, Mr. Hawkins, and this is my daughter, Barbara. How do you do? Well, I'm, I'm glad to meet you both. Yep, I had some correspondence with Rip and his old man about selling my land to him, so I thought I'd come on down here and talk it over. Oh, I see. Then we're really both of us here on the same errand. Yep, I guess so. Uh, Rip was telling me that you own this stretch to the west. Yes, I do. Mr. Bender here made me an offer for my property, but never having seen the land, I came down to look it over and arrive at a decision. Well, Mrs. Croft, if you shouldn't want to sell your land to Rip here, I'll certainly be glad to sell him mine. It's never been anything but a bunch of grief to me. I couldn't make a living off of it. That's why I moved to San Antonio. I'm uh, setting myself up in business there, and I sure do need the money bad. Well, we can't afford to buy both ranches, but we do want one. It don't make no difference which. Well, as I told you, Rip, if you want my land, you can sure have it and welcome. Fact is, I'm, uh, I might be willing to come down a little on the prize I quoted you in that letter. Well, I wish I'd have known that before. How much would you come down? Well, I I think I could let you have it for around, uh, oh, $2,500, Rip. $2,500, eh? Hmm. No less. There ain't a soul can say that a bender ever went back on his word. I offered Mrs. Croft 3000 for a ranch, and if she wants it, okay. If not, I'll do business with you and save 500 bucks. What do you say, Mrs. Croft? Well, I've thought it over, Mr. Bender, and if you want the land at that price, I guess I might as well sell it to you. Though I must say, I hate to see Mr. Hawkins lose the opportunity of selling his land. Oh, that's all right, ma'am. Rip made the offer to you first, and uh, I guess he couldn't very well go back on his word. Well, we'll consider the matter settled, then. I've got the necessary papers over here in this desk. Say, what's that? It sounds like an airplane engine. You must be wrong about that, Miss. Rip's got the only airplane in these parts. No, I'm sure it's an airplane. Now, listen. Well, here are the papers, Mrs. Croft, made out and ready to sign. Hawkins here can act as a witness. Oh, it is a plane. I can see it outside this window. It's driving straight toward the ranch house. Here, Mrs. Croft, here's a pen. You sign on that line right there. Oh, Mother, can it possibly be Speed and Jimmy? And we also wonder if Barbara is right. Don't fail to tune in on the next exciting episode of The Air Adventures of Jimmy Allen.